Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. You're now listening to MIA Radio. Who put this thing together? DJ Kev, DJ Zaya. That's who. Let me holler at my real Miami motherfuckers. Wait, 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 wait. This that Zaya Cash shit, though. Yeah. yeah. Lo mejor en Miami, bro. You already know. They're going to yeah. shut down the city with this shit right here. Zaya Cash, best in the city, bruh. Bruh. But it's going to be a podcast? Am I everything? I'm still lost. I me too. I don't know Yo, what's going on. Yo, I still want to listen to it, though. It's Zaya Cash, bro. Oh, shit. I'm down. 305 Miami shit. Yo, 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 it's MIA Radio, and we're back. Yes, sir. What's good? What's good? Episode 125, and we got a special guest in the building. Yeah, bro. one of Miami's most fit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty... Yeah, uh, it's off the rip, Especially dog. in Miami, but uh, yeah, man, we got... Uh, wait, first, we got... This is our first health fitness uh, expert on the podcast, right. and we've been wanting to do one, one of these uh, for a while, because, you know... We're DJs and we're creatives and like, you know, we, we always forget. Yeah, you know, we, we get carried away. Or sometimes or our health doesn't come first, but you know, over the years we've definitely grown up and kind of adapted to it. But we got we got a legend in the building, a legend in the making. Uh, <laughs> Mark, aka Mac Method, in the building. What's good, bro? What's Back going up, on? Uh, pleasure to be here, guys. Thank you for having me on the show. First and foremost, appreciate it, DJ Zaya. You know, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. So thank you for that. Of course, of course. And I, it's funny because I, I was trying to remember how we met. And then I was like, I'm, I, like I've known you for years, but I'm like, how? Like, because you're like a, a gym fitness guy. Mm-hmm. And then I remember we had that. We had a, our endeavor together with uh, with our boy Omar when we started doing. Uh, that's right. We, we had a what was it? A pre-workout. That's right. That's right. We started uh, a pre-workout. You know, it was it was it was a fun experience. Like, you know, we, we learned a lot. It didn't it didn't work out. But I definitely got some knowledge from, you know, yeah, trying, yeah, trying that out. Something different. Um, but yeah, man, how did you get started in, uh, in health and fitness and, you know, that whole world? So, I mean, health and fitness has always been a huge part of my life. Um, I've always played sports since I was younger. My dad was in the Marines, so he was big into being fit. Um, you know, I have three brothers, four of us. So in order for us to stay out of trouble, our parents always had us involved in some kind of sport. Right. So sports have always been our getaway, our basically what kept us busy. You know, we played sports all our life. I played sports in high school, um, played college basketball as well, two semesters in Lake Wales. Um, but I mean, fitness revolves around sports, obviously. So yeah, man, I mean, I just, I started getting into fitness, I would say 16, 17, when I was trying to get a little more athletic, get in better shape for college basketball. And bro, funny enough, I actually ended up falling more in love with the process of training than the sport mm-hmm. that I was actually playing. You know, and then from there, it just became a way of life. I, I stopped playing basketball in college, came back home, couldn't stand it over there. It was it was horrible. It was like seven guys to one girl ratio in the school. Was that <laughs> where was you that? Know, uh, Weber University in Lake Wales. Damn. so yeah it was it was rough bro it was bad out there it wasn't the college experience you see on tv you know right. the parties the frat parties sorority parties all, it but wasn't like that were you like was your goal to like eventually play like D1 yeah i mean NBA bro i wasn't i was just realistic i knew i wasn't going to the nba would i have loved to play maybe like mexico or one of those right. places yeah that would have been that would have been dope for sure argentina or whatever one of those small right. places yeah you know you're a kid you have dreams you just want to keep going with it and uh, i hated school so I didn't want to stay in school. That was basically the only reason I was in college. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have gone to school. Um, and then, yeah, I came back, ended up enrolling in Miami-Dade. I was in Miami-Dade about two semesters. And at that time, no more ball. I was just working out, going to school, working out, going to school. Um, and then, bro, I ended up transferring to FIU. And that's when they first opened the uh, exercise science program. Wasn't really a thing yet. You know, people were like, you either go to school for physical therapy or you go to school for athletic training. There's no in between. So I was like, you know what? Let me try it out, man. I have nothing to lose. I don't want to be here to begin with, but I got to make something of it. So started going to school for that. It came natural to me. I liked it because it was all about the body, all about fitness. It was all and it was cool because actually I had two classes that were in the gym. So it's like, bro, this is amazing. Instead of being in a classroom, I'm in the gym. That's we would legit watch people work out. He'll be like, okay, tell me what they're doing right. Tell me what they're doing wrong. I'm like, bro, this is school. Like, I'm really <laughs> in awesome, school right bro. now, bro. Yeah. This is so dope. And then um, I remember one of the finals being 
you have to perform a power clean and a squat. You got you passed the class wow. based on that. Just <laughs> plug in your workout yeah, for the day. Exactly. Oh. So I was like, bro, this is this is for me right here. I don't gotta pick up a pen and, and pencil, you know, this is this is what I need to do right here. Um and then bro, funny enough, I uh I ended up it's a long story, bro. So I'm just gonna let go you know ahead, right go now. Ahead. You got I, time? I uh, I ended up applying for a front desk at an all women's gym in Doral. Very small little private gym. And I didn't want to train anybody at the time. I didn't even have, I told myself, I don't have the patience to be a trainer. I don't want to work with people. Like, it's just not who I am. I was very introverted. So I'm like, you know what? I'll apply as a front desk. That way I can still kind of study while I'm getting paid. Um, so I go to the interview. The guy interviews me. He's like, hey, he calls me like probably two hours later. Hey, you did great. But unfortunately, we gave away the front desk position. Would you like to be a trainer here at the gym? And I tell him, look, bro, I don't want to be a trainer. I've never wanted to be a trainer. He goes, okay, what if we give you a dollar more? And I was like, damn, at the time, bro, I'm yeah, 21 years old. <laughs> Oof, yeah. I'm like, damn. A dollar women's A dollar is like 10 bucks. Like yeah. a 10 buck, like a- Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll, and I'm saying, you know, from nine bucks to 10 bucks, I'm like, bro, For I real? made it. You know, yeah. I was like, 10 bucks, bro. I can pay my gas, pay double my car insurance, yeah, 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 double yeah. digits, you know? And, um, bro, I had had, I had 13 jobs, bro. So imagine for me, I was like, yo, I finally got a job in fitness. I had worked at the hospital. I had worked at Winn-Dixie. I had worked as valet. I had worked giving parasailing boats six, seven hours in the sun on South Beach. <laughs> I had, bro, worked at a motorcycle store. I knew shit about motorcycles. I would pretend that I knew. <laughs> I, Bro, I worked as a little league's basketball coach. I had so many jobs that I was appreciating this, just yeah. having to be here chilling, you know? So I was like, all right, bro, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I had never trained anybody. So I come in first day. He's like, all right, it's going to be boot camps. It's going to be a group of five, six girls. I was like, okay. I mean, I can, I can do this. I came in, bro, with a, with all the workouts written down on my phone, right? I was like, bro, I hope this goes smooth. You know, I'm just gonna, I'm a, you know, make it work. I'm gonna thug it out. You know, it is what it is. And, uh, bro, it went pretty good. The first session went good. And then fast forward, let's say three months. Now his boot camps are so big, we're no longer training in the gym. We're training in the parking lot because okay. we went from five, six girls to thirty girls. So it was taking off. It was, it was really taking off. And then I was like, you know what? I kind of like this, bro. This is, this is cool, but I'm still getting paid 10 bucks an hour. So I'm like, this is cool. This is, this is something different, but bro, I'm barely making any money. You know, I'm making just enough to like pay my stuff and I can maybe take my girl out on the weekend, you know, to like Chili's two for 20 or something <laughs> like that. Margaritas, the Margar- Yeah, if that, bro. No, yeah. no drinks, ain't no drinks. <laughs> I couldn't even have a drink. Like, so then I remember one of my buddies who works at LA Fitness, he goes, bro, what are they paying you there? And I go, bro, 10 bucks. He goes, bro, I'm getting 15 bucks at LA Fitness. And I'm like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, bro, I'm getting 15 bucks. And there's days where I don't even have clients. I just come in and I get paid. You know, if nobody shows up, nobody shows up. So now I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this guy, Brian, has no degree, no license, no nothing. I'm about to graduate with my degree and I'm making pennies. So I'm like, you know what? Let me me talk to the owner, right? So I go, I talk to the owner. Hey, you know, so-and-so. I heard that these trainers are getting paid this. And, you know, with all due respect, I have a lot more credentials and I've seen what I've brought to the table. Can I have a raise? Oh, you know, he gives me the whole spiel. Oh, we're trying to expand right now. I'm trying to buy a bigger gym, so I don't really have it. I'm tight. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, all right, bro, but, you know, I I need a raise. Like, I've heard what's out there, what other, you know, what the potential is out there. So he kind of feels that out. Like, oh, this guy's probably going to leave. This guy's next day he calls me in. Hey, bro, I got something for you. I'm like, yes, bro. This guy's going to give me 13, 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I come in. He's like, yo, how's 1050? Oh, wow. <laughs> Taking more disrespect. Bro, oh, shit. I got I'm, something for you. Oh, wow. I got something for you, bro. I'm livid. I'm like, nah, I, I can't even look this man in the face. I'm yeah. like, there's, there's no way, bro. 1050. So 1050 I, I remember calling my, my ex at the time, my girl. I called him like, yo, um, you know, I'm going to quit. Like, I, I just got slapped in the face with this. I'm going to quit. I remember telling me like, yo, you can't do that. You know, you got bills to pay. Find another job before you quit. Whatever. I'm like, all right. I'm going to start looking. I'm going to start looking on Indeed, you know, looking for jobs, stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. Two weeks pass by. This is where things get crazy. Two weeks pass by and it's an all women's gym. And one of the girls, her brother shows up one day and he goes, hey, look, I know it's an all women's gym, but can I just train this one time? I had to come with my sister. I go, look, it's not up to me. It's up to the owner. He goes up to the owner. He's like, look, you know, I've known you for a while. I'll let you train. The kid trains, does the whole boot camp with the women. After the session, he comes up to me. 
bro, I love the way you train. Um, do you offer one-on-one? I would love to train with you one-on-one. In my head, I'm like, bro, I've never trained one-on-one in my life. I don't know what that consists of. I don't know how to train somebody one-on-one. But my pocket was like, bro, you need money. You got to make this work. You got to make this work. And one-on-one is not 1050. Yeah, one-on-one, one-on-one, one-on-one that's 1050. Yeah, but this is where you get desperate. So I remember I tell the kid, mind you, that this kid at the time was, and I can see his name, Joel, because he's like my brother now. At the time, bro, Joel was 18, 19 years old. So he didn't really have money either. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm like, bro, by any means, I'm going to make an extra dollar. So I go, you know what? My parents have a couple of rusty weights, a couple bands at the house. I can make something work. So I tell him, yeah, I got a private gym. Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall Miami and, uh, shit. Miami, Miami yeah. shit, you know? <laughs> so I tell him, hey, Kendall on 107th Avenue, you know, meet me here. My parents live behind the UFC. So I'm like, meet me here. He's like, all right. So he calls me. He's like, yo, I'm here, but it's all houses. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's right here. It's right here. Come around the side or whatever. So he comes in. He's like, all right, this is where we're training. I'm like, yeah, bro, this is where the magic happens. You know, like <laughs> little does he know I'm telling him I got like two, three clients. I really don't have any. Yeah, you're selling it. You're selling I'm it. selling it, right? So I remember telling him, I go, look, this is what I'm going to charge you. 250 Monday through Friday. Um, 250 Monday through Friday for the entire month, right? So we do the math. That's 10 bucks a session. So then he goes, bro, I don't, I don't think I could do 250 So I'm like, bro, I cannot lose this kid. I need, a, I need to lock him in. All right, 200 bucks. So you do the math, you're talking like five, $5, $7 a session, you know, it's like nothing at the time. So start training with the kid. Nowadays, my sessions are 50 minutes long. Start training with them, bro. Our sessions were, it wasn't even timed. It was just a matter of, I wanted to give him a certain workout. We were getting that workout done. Yeah. So it would be two hour workout some days. Sometimes it will pass that. And so if you think about it now, now you start adding by session, it's really not seven five dollars you're talking like two dollars a session really because we're going two hour sessions um so joel trains with me we're going on month two now and his and his sister goes his sister Brittany's like bro you you've changed like crazy if you go to my page you scroll to the bottom he's my first transformation I'm like yo you you look insane now he's like yeah i've been i've been training with mac you know so she's like i want to train with mac now all right perfect so i put him on a special now bro <laughs> 300 bucks for both of them yeah five days go. a week these people, I'm, I'm, you know, at this point, bro, it's like, why am I even doing it, you know? Yeah. So, but I loved it. So then, long story short, she looks great now. Brittany transformed. She's on my page, too. She transformed. She's looking great. She shows up to boot camp. Hasn't been there in probably like two months. All the girls, oh, my God, Brittany, you look crazy. What are you doing? What, like, what have you been... I can't tell you here, but when we leave, <laughs> I'll tell you what we're it's doing. Like I'm fucking the side bitch, but yeah. I'm at the main screen. Yeah. You know? like exactly. You can't, you can't drop so the I'm name. Like, first thing I tell these people is you cannot say anything to anybody. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm not going to say anything. Uh, the 18, 19 year old girls, of course, you, you know, know it's, something's going to happen. So the next thing I know, within probably two, three weeks, I got 20 something girls in my driveway. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So to my work parents, out. To work yeah. out. <laughs> to work out. Yeah. You know, people pulling up early, parking in front of the crib, like if it's an actual gym and it's my parents' house. Like yeah. my parents, at this point, my dad's ex Marine, bro. My dad's like, yo, this shit's got to go. Like you, you got to find a place. Right. I can't have this like lack of privacy. I can't even come out here like in underwear anymore. Yeah, like yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm up until I'm getting there at five in the morning. I'm there till 12 in the morning sometimes training people dragging a metal sled across the front of the house yeah. you know my parents are like yo this is getting crazy right now so then nothing bro eventually i got to the point where my parents were like yo you know you you need to get out of here you know and they were telling me you got to find a real job this is not a real job they're like you need something with benefits you need something with insurance you know and at the time all my brothers were firefighters i have three brothers they're all firefighters so they're like bro you need a real job this is not secure it's not a real job you know, and I'm like, yo, look, this is what I like to do. In the meantime, this is this is what I'm going to do. So then, long story short, you know, one of my friends contacts me, one of my boys contacts me, tells me, hey, we have a we have a gym here that's subleasing. If you pay the rent, you get a key, bring as many clients as you want. Damn. End up going there. And I mean, I was there probably six, seven months. Mind you, six, seven months, right? I'm like, yo, I'm a big boy now. I'm working at a gym. I got my own key. All right, I'm going to move out. So I move out to this apartment in Doral. Bro, I'm 21. I'm paying $2,000 a month. 22, paying $2,000 a month for this one bedroom. Literally, like, bro, 600 square feet. Tiny little thing. Bro, and the gym closes six months wow. in. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, no fucking way. The gym closes down. Shit goes south. And then my buddy tells me, hey, another gym. You know Miami. You think gyms pop up left right. and right. Another gym pops up in Coral Way in 132nd. Perfect, bro. This is, this is great. 
So I go to that gym, I'm there probably another six, seven months. And then I started to realize, I'm like, bro, I'm paying here five, 600 bucks a month for a sublease. Why don't I train my clients in my apartment building that has a nice big gym and I, and I won't even have to pay. Like it'll be completely free. And it's yeah. like a, when you yeah. do a sublease, it's kind of like a barber chair, right? Correct. Right. Exactly. Right. It's like a barber chair. You get the key and that's it. You're not in charge of anything, you know? Um, so yeah, so I started training little by little. I started to transition my, my clients over to my apartment building. And uh, I was doing that for probably about a year. Finally, one day I receive an email from the association saying, hey, we've we've seen you running an illegal yeah. business. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, we get, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got you, you know? And they're like, yo, if we catch you again, you know, we're pretty much gonna have to kick you out completely. So I'm like, fuck, bro, what do I do? I don't wanna go back to paying the 600 bucks a month. You know, I've been throwing away so much money. So I sort of think, I'm like, well, I gotta find a gym. I started looking everywhere. I got a realtor, started looking everywhere. Bro, I couldn't afford that. You know, it was too it was too much to afford my my rent plus a gym. And I wanted to stay in the Doral type of area, which was it was really expensive at the time. I was like, bro, I can't do this. I'm like, what are my options? Hmm. Maybe I'll buy a house and I'll convert a garage. Maybe I can do that. Now I'm paying for my mortgage, but I have the gym covered. Right. So I I basically got a realtor, one of my clients starts looking. We only saw two properties. The second property that we find, I was like, this is it right here. It has, all I cared about was so funny, bro. I can give a shit less if the house looked like shit. If the house was new, old, as long as the garage was two car garage, that's yeah. all I wanted. So that's then. Right. You had, I forgot that you were doing the gym in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in my, I was in my crib. You know, I built out the, the two car garage. I put AC, um, you know, insulated it. I bolted down the door. Turned it into like a legit like studio type right. of thing. And what year was this? This was 2019. Okay. 2019, yeah. So then 2019, I did that. I was training clients there about a year and eight months because I, I bought my house in August and I sold it. Let me see. I bought my house in August of 2019 and I sold it 20. I sold it December of 2020. So actually, no, I was there a year and like two months. I was there a year and two months. You already had like that base core of your class. I already had like, that strong base core. Didn't know where to correct, where to. correct. I had a yeah, bro. At that point, I had twenty five clients. I would say I had fifteen that are with me two three years. So I had a good solid foundation at that point. Um, and then rewind a little bit before I sold my house, I ended up getting reached out by uh, this gym called DBC in Design District pretty big gym you know that's where lebron was going Dwayne wade was going um so i get in touch with the owner he's like hey look we're looking to bring on another trainer you know i would love to have you come in see fill out the vibe see if you like it so i end up going over there um and then he sits down with me you know i don't want to say sells me the dream but he tells me the opportunities you know because i'm cool with david david's a cool guy um he's the owner of dbc very well-known person in the fitness industry and um basically tells me like, look, the rent is uh, $2,000 a month here. You know, so I'm thinking like, damn, man, I just started getting into a positive, you know, I just got out of the debt from my house, building the gym and all that. I'm like, that's kind of going back to where I was at. So then I started thinking, I'm like, bro, why don't I, why don't I open my own? Like, bro, why don't I just open my own gym? Bet on yourself. Yeah. Bet on myself. You know, if I'm going to pay 2000 a month right now, why don't I just open the gym? So back to my realtor. Hey, you know, I want to start looking for a space about this size you know a thousand square feet whatever let me know what you find comes back bro like a week later yo i found this spot you got to check this spot out this is a gem it's gated um the lady just bought it you know she doesn't really know what the value of the place is this is and this i think you should check it out come check it out i'm like bro this is perfect i need this spot this spot is perfect i even i was like bro i even told my realtor we have to buy it i'll sell my house to buy it like wow. that's that's how important it was to me yeah you know, because really, bro, I, I bought my house and yes, I was living in it, but it never felt like my house. It felt more like a business because yeah. I worked so much. Yeah, like your office. Was, I mean, your sleeping quarter was literally, bro. Your, yeah, your office. You yeah. wake up, you're working. You go yeah. to sleep and you wake back up and you're working. So, yeah, bro. So then she found the gym and then COVID hits, right? That whole, and remember, we're going through COVID. So houses went up like crazy. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what, bro? Do I really need a four bedroom house? I don't have kids. I don't plan to have kids anytime soon. I don't need this. You know, I want to put all my energy into Mac Method, into the lab, all this. So yeah. sold the house and uh, ended up putting everything I had, bro, into the lab. And um, we made a year, 
we made a year probably a month ago a year anniversary at the lab and now we're expanding bro we got the bay next door we're knocking the wall down we're we're doubling in size and um i partnered up with uh with a doctor dr bobby thrush and um he's gonna handle the whole recovery side you know so now we're taking it a notch up now it goes from fitness to more health and fitness health and wellness right. you know so yeah bro it's it's been a process super super That's dope awesome. been a process but what i've noticed like uh like past guests we've had is that they pretty much like they bet on themselves and even though it probably can seem like a stupid decision yeah. at the moment or it's a risk or like something that's literally like a jump like yeah. a leap yeah. of faith you yeah. know what's funny is that i was actually talking to bobby now he's two years younger than me and i was telling him like look but you can't be scared to go negative you know because i've been there look when i got my house i dished out every dollar i had bro eating tuna me and me and my girl were not going out yeah. i was wearing clothes from walmart all my gym clothes was russell from walmart you know same shit same shoes i have yeah. for i don't know how long um and then bro i was taking out a personal loan of thirty thousand dollars you know yeah. so i was down and i was yeah. and at the time it was like bro i can't believe i just did this you know but when you're back against the wall you're like yeah I yeah i mean what else what else you gotta you grind gonna now bro you gotta let, grind. let me ask you this um fashion not fashion uh, health and working out has become trendy in like the last what like eight years yeah it's popping off now like, so how was it for you in your business like was it like all right like well i mean bro i'm gonna tell you that's the biggest blessing because when i started doing this there was no such thing as a fitness entrepreneur yeah it was you're a trainer you work for la fitness you work for porkies you work for you yeah. fit or one of those so what i started doing was completely different you know and plus bro instagram didn't even have video when right. i first started doing that's this true, right? it was like post a picture flexing hopefully somebody trains with you yeah. you know no videos no proof of work no you know there was none of that yeah. so it was really all word of mouth in the beginning a lot of word of mouth and that's why i feel like i had to go through a lot of stuff that a lot of these people i have two people shadowing me now they don't have to go through because there's people who can prove that hey look the work putting in the work even though it's something different actually pays back right. you know because bro my parents were they love you know i love my parents to death they support me now night and day it's you see them now they're all wearing mac method logos everywhere but at first this was a joke of course you know it's like show with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah literally the show with us, you yeah. got a degree and you're gonna you're gonna be a trainer like in their mind they're thinking la fitness like yeah. why'd you go to why'd you get a degree for this? this is you know this is ridiculous you could be doing so much more you could and then bro you know once i proved once I, I showed the proof of work and and all that everything changed of course yeah well, what's interesting is like you're especially in miami it's like you're actually more you have more credentials you you went to school and a lot of people don't go to school like you think there's a certain like stigma especially in miami where yeah. like you can pass as a as a, a trainer, trainer whatever yeah off your yeah. instagram or off videos off but your image like, uh, yeah you don't know the science you don't know the the, the work behind it like that's that's 100 one thing man and, and i'm sure it's other places aside from miami but in miami it's huge where people sell you know an image you know sex sells people are selling like a physique versus actual knowledge because it's like yeah you know you can you can transform yourself but can you transform other people yeah. you know do you know the physiology do you know the nutrition portion do you know the part where they can actually maintain this do you know all those things that's that to me is the biggest thing because i don't really care if somebody has two million followers but they have one person transformed it really doesn't mean anything to me in this industry so yeah bro i think education is huge but also your image as well draws people in so right. you got to have both you to compete at an elite level you got to have both because it's like you know you go see a car the outside is beautiful and you're like man i want to buy this car and the second you test drive it it drives like shit. that's like what i'm trying to say you have the image but you don't have the knowledge so i think you got to have a little bit of both to really get to that that level where you're now consistent you're you know you're bringing in clients you're retaining clients that is the biggest difference for sure yeah and like i, I go to the gym and i see like some trainers and i'm like and i mean I, i'm not no expert <laughs> i'm not no nothing but i'm like bro what that person's telling what showing that person to do it, yeah. it cannot be right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but but because then i follow guys like you and other other experts and i'm like is it's funny because like you i like the stories you put because you're like it's no bullshit like you're not formative and it's it's practical informative right. and it's like so the yo, point there's no magic there's no magic it's it's this is what it is and 
people want that magic pill and, and I tell people all the time you're not gonna get it you know yeah. you're not, and even sometimes bro you, you feel pressured when you have like these celebs in front of you because you want to sell them a dream you're like bro I have this celeb this could be a gateway for me I want to lock them in and you can easily be like yeah bro whatever you want to happen whatever you want we'll make it happen you know yeah, like but it takes a lot in you to tell them and be honest and look them in the eyes and be like listen I'm gonna tell you something right now I'm going to under promise you alright but if you put in the work we're gonna over deliver there's going to be days you come in, you're going to hate it. There's going to be days you don't want to be here, but you'll love it later. I'm not going to tell you you're going to walk in here and walk out without breaking a sweat and see results. It's not going to happen. You know, and I think some people will respect it. And then other people will be like, I didn't want to hear this. Yeah. I, I wanted to hear that. I was going to see results. I was going to see the results right away. Without right, doing, you right. know, that's probably not the type of clients you want. No, numbers. definitely not. I want people who are serious. You know, those are the ones who are going to bring. And results. What's the reaction when you tell them like, have you had people kind of not like back off or like 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 fail out or like like not go through with it yeah bro if i told you this you probably wouldn't believe me so and i'm glad i'm I'm saying this you know on air right now mm -hmm. because a lot of people need to hear this i want to tell you right now out of everybody who buys an online program 20 percent or less actually goes past the second week of the program oh shit. and they're 12-week programs because the second they open up that nutrition plan, they open up that guide and they read the mindset portion because I have a mindset portion first. Mm -hmm. And then the nutrition part, they said, this isn't what I want. I thought it was going to be like step one through step one through three and then I get results. Yeah. So once they open that up, they just throw their money away, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy. I guess so. I'll put it this way, bro. If every single person who bought an online program stuck with the whole 12 weeks, instead of me having 100 transformations, I would have a couple thousand, you know? So it's that's just the way it is, bro. People don't stick with it. Yeah, and I think, like you said, there's no magic pill. It's like people find out that it's literally like a lot of hard work, dedication, the yep. cliche things, yeah, but it's consistency and everything. Like, like, until yeah. you have to put in, you have to live the cliche, you know? So yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. actually put in the work and all that. It's, it's a whole different story. A whole Damn. different story. But so when, when you send like, you said you have like a mindset portion. Yeah. Like, In the beginning. Okay. So when you open up your plan, there's about a paragraph Two. it's about a paragraph and a half long. And then basically talks about how you need to remember why you started. You need to remember what this means to you when it gets tough. And when you're on week two now, week three, and you're like, man, I don't want to keep eating like this. I don't want to keep doing my cardio. You need to remember those days. So when that comes, you don't throw away your time. You don't throw away your money and you can keep on going. You know, so that's why I put a mindset part first, because people need to hear that, bro. Sometimes people need that slap in the face before they start that program, you know. And the mindset uh, is probably the most important part of the whole Absolutely. program, right? Absolutely. If you don't have it, then you're not going to Then you're last. not going to, yeah, you're not going to follow through. It's like you came here for nothing. Uh, where, where do you get that, like, that whole mind? I'm always interested in, like, people, how do they develop the mindset or the, is that something you think is, like, from your family? Or I your think, marine, yes, uh, I think, pops? I think uh, my upbringing for sure played a role. Um, My mom, bro, my mom has always worked her ass off. Um, I saw my mom before she got with my stepdad, you know, just me and my brother and my mom. Um, And my mom was always working. We had a babysitter all the time because, bro, she had to provide um, she was trying to grow. So my mom started off as a secretary at Merrill Lynch. She's now a financial advisor, you know, so she moved her way up. That was back in the day where you could just work your ass off and right. go up, you know. So, bro, I, that to me is everything. Watching her grow to where she's at, putting the hours. You know, I remember her taking me and my brother with her to work all the time, having to go on the weekends, having to go see clients, you know, at their homes. So I always tell myself, if a single mother with two kids could bust her ass like that, bro, I have absolutely zero fucking excuse. Yeah. No type That's of excuse, bro. Right there. You know, so, and then on top of that, my dad always instilled discipline. He was always like, look, it's never going to come unless you go get it. Um, and, if it's, and if it's easy, it'll probably leave easy. You know, it'll probably go easy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, man, I mean, those are the things that, that when you're young, you don't realize. You're like, damn, I hate my mom. I hate my dad. You know, <laughs> why are they so mean? Yeah. And then but when you get older, you're like, oh, correct. I get it. You're like, damn, I'm so glad, you know, yeah. I had that that tough upbringing like that. They were they were very, very strict for certain things, but they, they, they were they were good parents. Damn, man, she was sure. a financial advisor. So when yeah. you were telling her all your plans, you must have been like, like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. facts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Add up, like. hey, oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, bro, remember, so she deals with 
people's money and she's investing their money in order to make them more money. So when she sees when she hears her son being like, hey, I want to dish out everything I have right now to build a gym or to do this. And she's like, well, I've never heard of that. You know, I don't think that's too safe. And, and I still did it and I still went against it and I still did it because I was like, look, man, if I don't do this, nobody's going to do it for me. Yeah. You know, I have no choice. I really and, and I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I was already thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, bro, I, I, I'm in a position right now where especially with the way I look and stuff like that. I have to bet on myself. I have yeah. to, bro. I can't. I can't just go somewhere and be like, hey, here, I want to apply for nine to five. Nah, right. man. It's, it's funny, though, because people always, get, and we always talk about that, that like people always get like misinterpreted of like, oh, because we don't have a nine to five, like maybe it's easier. Like, oh, we're just trying to, mm -hmm. but it's like when you don't have that structure or that blueprint or that secureness of, a, of an office or anything you're like it's the hardest work it's all on you it lights all the a fire pressure, yeah it lights a all fire. the money problems all the like, everything you have bro. to be your own boss everything 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 it lights a fire now to me it's like you're gonna be successful the way you handle that so you're either gonna handle that it's gonna bury you or you're gonna handle that it's gonna fuel you even more that's really where it comes down to mindset you know it's flipping it into a bigger positive or letting it bury you that to me is like what has made me put me where I'm at right now and I'm not you know and I'm not anywhere where I want to be but it's definitely put me ahead of where I thought I would be so I heard a quote today on, a, on another podcast that said uh life's low-key about how you handle losses like that how you adapt to your losses yeah. how you adapt to your losses I like um that. yeah so uh, we also we had some some like I said we had some questions uh some inquiries you know because we're DJs of course and right. we have a I mean, I think for the most part now we've kind of had a we've normalized our schedule a little bit, like to to adapt to our life. Right. But like in the beginning, we were. I mean, I I know for it was me, rough, huh? yeah, like that nightlife and yeah. always living in the fast lane, yeah, and, and you know we put our health almost second, third, right. And, right. and it's not just DJs; it's like entrepreneurs, creative, like oh yeah, all of us, all like, of us you your your job is your life and your life yep. is your job so you you give it 100 and then like yeah i'm not i'll worry about working out and eating like mm -hmm. later because I'm, I'm focused on this yeah so it's like how did how does someone like that navigate where like maybe i'm up 18 hours or i, I sleep i take a nap and then i go to work 10 to 4 in the morning right. and then like you don't stop or like some well kind of, how do you what work? i what i tell people is this so i've had you know i've had doctors where they work Bro, they work 24 sometimes or they're on call and stuff like that. Or some of these celebrities who are in the studio 14, 15 hours. And I tell them, look, your priority is your priority no matter what. It's the reason where why you are where you are. But when you have the opportunity, when you have the time to make that choice, what you're going to eat or put into your body, go the healthy route. You know, I'm not telling you now because it's that's that's bullshit. When people say I need you to eat three, four times a day, every two, three hours, it's not going to happen, bro. It's not going to happen. What you need to do is that when you do eat, you need to make sure you're eating something that's healthy. Make the healthy choice, you know, whether it be a the protein, be chicken, fish, um, you know, a protein shake or eggs or whatever it may be. You just need to make sure that one time that you eat or that two times that you eat is the healthiest option that you have, because that's being real with yourself, you know. And I can tell you that because I'm a health professional. And when I was grinding and trying to get my business up, bro, I was eating maybe twice a day, sometimes once a day. Um, my water intake was shit because I was so worried about my clients and I was always with my clients that I didn't want to step away to get water. You know, I, my, my diet was, was shitty. Like it was to the point where, and I can say that now, where I would, I was working on that place, that, that first gym on, on, um, uh, by right in front of FIU and bro, I was eating hungry bear almost every single day. You know, yeah. like subs, bro. Like I'm getting a meatball sub <laughs> at one point. Gas, and I'm, yeah, well, no, it was gas, super gas. But, you know, at that time, it's like, bro, I, I'm eating this in my car. I don't want my clients yeah. to see me. But I'm yeah, like, bro, crazy. I just need to eat to survive at this point. Yeah. You know, and then I got shingles at 24, break out all over my face, yeah. neck everywhere because I wasn't sleeping. Yeah. I wasn't eating how I was supposed to. And then on top of that, I'm trying to fit my own workout in. So I'm fucking dying. Like I'm literally running on yeah, fumes. Shingles. I got shingles when I was 20. After I got back, I think like, yeah, like 25. Same thing. I was just super bro, stressed. That sucks. That shingles, like, bro. It it's hurts. insane. It and hurts. Then, when I had it, people didn't know what it was. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like weird. It's I like, thought I had like I thought I had an allergic reaction same, or something, man. or like, bro, I'm like, what the hell? Did I no. eat something weird? Yeah. What What happens with shingles? Yeah, shingles is like, it's like adult chicken pox. Yeah, it's oh, like adult okay. chicken pox, but it's like attached to the nerves. Yeah. So, bro, it feels like somebody's lighting a match on you, like on your face. Oh damn! I got yeah. I had a crazy rash, like yeah, that's what I had, like in the back of my head. Me too. Me like, too. Like in random places and. I felt, yo, like, um, 
I just watched it the other day. Something about Mary. It's like some shit like that. Like it starts mm-hmm. a little bit, and then like the more it's like stress. The more the stress end. you get, the more it can spread. And so it's and caused by stress caused mainly. By stress. Yeah, but then like it, it goes away. I had it yeah, for, like, it went away. I had it for like four or five days. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I had it like that more or less. And then I'm, I'm training my clients with it, and I'm telling them like, oh, I just you know I just ate something and had an allergic reaction because yeah. I don't want to cancel my clients, you know. So yeah, bro. When you have the opportunity in your profession, just make the healthier choice, bro. Try to cut. I know you guys are probably having drinks thrown at you left and right. Pretend you drink them and toss them. Yeah. Drink the water, you know, or fill it with water. Tell them you, you know, you're fucked up right now. You're just yeah. drinking water, yeah, 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 yeah. you know. And whenever you can, bro, you know, you you gotta like I tell people, you gotta prepare yourself too. So take a protein bar, take a protein shake. That's listen, bro. That's doable. This is what I tell my clients all the time when they tell me, oh, I don't really know if I, if I told you at the end of the week. I'd give you a million dollars for doing your cardio. I bet you would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. And they all sit saying, oh, yeah, of course I would. Okay, so it's all in your fucking mind. It's yeah. your mindset, you know, making it a priority. The yeah. protein the protein bar thing is, is so real because I started doing that a few years ago. And that shit literally, like, you have to time it. Like, so for us, if I'm working till 2, 3 o'clock and I'm not drinking and I'm and I'm drinking water and I'm hungry and I'm already thinking like, fuck, like, what am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? You right. eat that protein bar like at 11 o'clock midnight and you're out at two. Life change. You're fine. Yeah. You're literally yeah, yeah. fine. Night and day yeah. difference. And it's funny because I've eaten it and then I'm like, fuck, I'm still hungry. But then I'm like, I drink one water and I'm like, and you feel good. You know what? Like, damn, like it's like you over, you have like the devil in the air, you know, <laughs> and the devil leaves and the devil leaves and you're like, all right, I'm good. I'm good. So. And then, and then the other thing I could tell you is this, I was at, I don't really go out often, but I remember I went out, this is the most recent time that I went out. It was probably like two months ago. I went to, um, this, this place in a uh, city place, Doral, that little, uh, that little club they have there. Oh, uh, Martini Bar. Martini Bar. Bar. Yeah. And bro, yeah, it's a club, you know, you got a DJ in there, you got people getting banged up, but I remember ordering from the menu and they got grilled chicken, they got churrasco, they got, you know, they have healthy options. So the stuff is there, it's just a matter of choosing that. I think it's hard for people to have that discipline when like you're out, there's like- Yeah, the influences, of course. Of course. So like another, you know, I, misconception or I don't know if it is a misconception but like a question I had is like a lot of people do the whole like fourth meal thing or they're or um you know I do I mean kind of not even on purpose but just because my the way like my body feels mm-hmm. feels better like that but yeah. like the intermittent fasting I love it but yeah is there an actual difference of like let's say I have a gig or I'm doing something in the, the studio or whatever uh-huh. and then like I get out and then like at three in the morning I, I realize damn I haven't eaten all day and I'm starving like is it what I t- bad if I eat something no, even if it's healthy or it's not it, it's it not gonna matter? be bad bro it's not gonna be bad I'll tell you why it's, especially in your case you know you're not you're not obese and stuff like that so it's not gonna make a huge difference but um and you're active too I know you I know you roll and stuff like that so you jujitsu and all that stuff. It, it really depends, bro. Um, I tell people all the time, if you can't fast, you can still lose weight. You can absolutely still lose weight. If you can fast, it makes it easier because now you have less time to worry about eating. You don't have to be looking for your breakfast. You don't have all that stuff. So I tell my clients this, let's say your window is 12 to eight and you just finished training with me at eight o'clock. You're good. Don't freak out. Cause they're like, oh, I just finished. I just finished training with you. I'm like, look, you can go home. You can have yourself a shake. You can have yourself some eggs. You can have yourself, you know, an egg white omelet. It's not going to make or break you, you know, it's, it's really not, it's not. But as long as you're not doing it every day, then it defeats the purpose of, right. of the fasting, you know. But it's, people overthink it too much, bro. They overthink it too so, much. So the fourth meal healthy is okay. Yeah, you don't even got to do fourth meal, I mean. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's yeah, kind of yeah. what we're getting at. Like it's okay, pose. it's okay. And by healthy, I mean something light, something really light. Like yeah. my go-to, I tell people all the time, egg white omelet, as many vegetables as you want, bro. Go crazy with the vegetables, that'll keep you full. Fire, I think it's know? just the 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 tough part is when like you get out and like nothing's open or mm-hmm. you're like damn I'm gonna have to go home then set up the thing make set the it thing, up yeah yeah yeah, like yeah. Just, like, oh, look, McDonald's, the bro, first thing like, pull in yeah, yeah, yeah bro yeah. the devil <laughs> no for real it's it's yeah I mean for us it's it's on the schedule and and the bringing it back like the protein bar that shit has literally like changed my life because I'll be I'll be DJing and I'm like and i'm like thinking and you know and then i'm like yeah it makes your whole life simpler i'm like wait i have like clip bars in the bag and i eat there you go one boom bro and it, it's it's and now you're good you don't got to think about it yeah anymore. 
no no it's it, it changes everything well what are like some other like just practical like simple things that people like maybe overlook where it's like you know it doesn't have to be that complicated no. like you don't have like you know i i a year couple years back i was doing the my fitness power i was just like yeah every single thing i was like no 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 okay. i gotta plug it in i gotta plug there's, it in there's a huge thing with that right so people become obsessed and then you can't even live your life because now you go out to eat and you're like yo if i can't log this i'm not yeah. eating it's you like, know it becomes homework yeah, it I, had becomes friend, homework. I had a friend garcia was, was on that yeah, show yeah. First. he was like it, oh, oh, oh so look i'm not this is the thing whenever i have a client start i want them to track at least the first two to three months why i do that that allows you to see what food is actually shit for you and allows you to see what food is good for you right so it teaches you how to build that relationship after month two month three you know i shouldn't be eating this or you know what the right amount looks like you know yeah. what the portions because people ask me man do i have to use this app forever hell no i, I would be lying to you because i'm not using it forever you yeah. know it's, it's not happening now if I have some clients that get obsessed and for two years straight they will track every fucking meal crazy yeah it's it's crazy and i'm like listen you know if you want to live your life like that i'm perfectly for it but don't come crying to me later that you know your husband leaves you or your girlfriend leaves you because they're like yo you you don't even eat out anywhere you, you know my life's miserable which i've had that too i've had people that are like yo if i can't track it i'm not eating and that's horrible but i do like to use the app in order for you to learn what's good for you and what's not good for you. And it sets, you know? a, sets a good, like you said, you do it for two, three months, it sets a good yeah, uh, it sets a gauge, good, like a, a good standard. gauge, right? right? It's a good right. jump start, you know? And from there, you already know consciously, like I shouldn't be eating that yeah. or I should be eating that. Or you really know, my favorite thing is when a client goes somewhere, they eat something this big and they're like, holy shit, it has like 30, 40 grams of fat. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm glad you inputted it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> people yeah. don't know. People have no oh, idea. Wow. No, nah, yeah, the app. I've had friends like one of my friends was was literally like that. He'd be like, "Oh, well, I don't know," and I, I don't. Their thing doesn't come up on the. On the <laughs> <app or laughs> you know, that shit was pretty thorough. I was like surprised when it I was. would like put something. I'm like, damn, they they like already know. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty accurate, bro. It's they put time into that. But I think it. I mean, uh, like me, I I eat most of the same shit every week. So it's like after you do it for a month or two, you're that's like, what I'm Whoa. saying. You already kind of yeah, your know. body gets used to it. I mean, with me, like when I lost when I started losing weight, like anything that i would try to intake from my past diet just would not work it wouldn't fit yeah it wouldn't fit and like I, fit. i'd be in the bathroom or like i, <laughs> I would feel heavy you know yeah, like, yeah, feel yeah. like you're eating a brick like it's always some some i get that often that people are like hey once i try to eat what i used to eat i feel like shit now yeah so i lost i lost like 30 almost 40 pounds and like nice but it was, i was deep in the shit that we were talking about right, like right eating right. every night drinking like being hung over and ordering Uber Eats, like, mm -hmm. like all that shit. But you still lost weight. Well, I cut. I mean, I cut. I cut. I cut every. Not everything. I cut everything cold, and then I slowly. You know, now I drink. I don't. Right. I right. drink no. You can still drink no, occasionally. Yeah. You know? I don't drink no. Like, no, not like I used to. I don't eat like I used to. And I've tried. Yo, even going to Flannies. Like, I love Flannies. Like, I'll, <laughs> I can only go every so often. Like. Because it, it's, it's, you know, it's not the best. It hurts way. in every single way. Let's yeah, leave yeah. it at that. It hurts know? in every single way. It's like, fuck, you know? But, yeah. Like, once you do the initial hard, hard, hard work, then it's like you said, like, it's almost, it's not easy, but it's your body tells you, like, yo, if right. you, like, if you start to go back into that, you're, you feel like bad because your body's already used like to like the just, healthiness. Like you just said, like, once you do the hard, hard, hard work, right? So I tell people, you have to go somewhere extreme first to set that new baseline. Because now your new baseline, your your so-called standard is way higher, way better than your last one. Yeah. So now it's like I tell my clients, you want to lose 30 pounds, 40 pounds, let's aim for 50 pounds. And now you can live your life normal and you actually will have that 10 pounds of wiggle room, you know? That's dope. That's very smart. Of course. That's how you do it. Yeah. And it's got, it's, it, because I was, people would always like either tell me a new diet or something or recommend. I'm like. It's kind of have to to be like almost like a lifestyle where, yeah. like I remember when it kind of switched for me. Like I, I was like almost like I was hitting one ninety, and bro, from my height, that's terrible. I was like a butterball. What do you like, weigh now? Like one sixty four, one sixty two. That's 162. crazy, bro. Yeah. But I didn't even notice. I was out in Vegas drinking, eating. Uh, yeah, living uh, life. Bro. Fucking what's that called? Full Kim Long. Oh yeah, in the morning. <laughs> but. And, and it, but it just like it kind of accumulated over time and then of course and then i noticed that once i was like went cold turkey it was like once you, you turn the switch of like making um 
that cheap meal or that whatever meal like an right. event like yo not yeah. not in the sense of like i'm gonna go crazy just like right you earned it now yeah like like oh it's like i'm gonna plan it like on this day and exactly. this month i'm gonna have it so it's like a special thing where like mm-hmm. now my normal life is just i eat healthy so it's not like exactly i'm not on a diet i'm just like this is normal yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's yeah. like yeah. trick yeah. your brain like yes you gotta recreate you gotta retrain your brain recreate your lifestyle those are the things that that you got to do you so know? what's your favorite cheat meal man my favorite cheat meal. i mean we can cut this out i told my clients they know uh probably bro night owl cookies i love night yeah owl. yeah bro i got yeah, a sweet tooth fire. yeah same, that's man. a good one i mean i just had the nest quick yeah. the, the strawberry nest quick one oh this, i gotta try that this one girl out. bought like a whole variety thing and the other nest quick one is but you just I mean, have just the cookies? Nah, nah like, bro. I have on, like it's spread. It's spread. I have <laughs> like three of them, bro. I have like three of them in one sitting oh, no, with literally wild. a whole a whole almond milk, like a whole entire one, like a whole carton. Oh, um, that or what else, bro? What, what would be my how, cheat? How bro? often do you do how you do a cheat? I would say like once a week. Once a week, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like, like I, after a while, you can kind of play with it and be. Once yeah, a week. you could play. You could for sure like. Right now, because of because of my injury, because of my sh- my surgery, I haven't worked out in like two three months. But when I'm working out, working out, bro, I mean, I'm eating like three thousand calories a day, wow. you know. Oh, so did. yeah, so it's different. I'm a lot more active, yeah. working out a lot more. You know, right now, I, I like I'm not even. I have the other trainers giving my clients the workouts, so I'm not demonstrating workouts because when you're demonstrating 30, 40, 50 workouts yeah, a day, a you're also kind of working. Right? Yeah, you're carrying yeah. weights and all that stuff. It's a workout itself, you yeah. know. But uh, once a week, bro, once a week I cheat. It gets to the point where it's like you don't even crave it like that. Yeah. You know? You're so tapped into yourself. Okay? Yeah. And, you, and you your body doesn't know, crave it. Yeah. And you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, 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 and that's one thing that I realized too. And then it's also your results. Like you see your results yes. and you're like, you're like I don't want to lose this. Man, you know, man, I've been working for this. Exactly. It's very, is is there uh, like um exercises that you that you guys do that's like because uh, i know you also try, you're getting into the recovery thing do right you, do you do like specific exercises that like maybe for like a targeted like an athlete or someone that's trying yeah to- so no for sure so um like right now i have um one of my clients yuli yuli monster um he's shout he's, out to don't blink shout, podcast, out, to, shout out to don't Yuli, blink Yuli, Team Pitt, come on <laughs> yes sir so we got uh we got the monster in the lab and um his workouts bro are extremely intense you know you can't compare his workout to somebody who's just trying to get in shape for the first time in their life you know and, it, and it's uh since he's like a, a fighter is, do you like gear it towards like yes you know, the so functionality of correct his, his so the mechanics you know everything translates into his fights so Everything is really based on, you know, rotation, um, core, a lot of dynamic movements. I want him as explosive as possible. We want him being able to, you know, we want him more athletic than his opponent, basically. We want him to be able to withstand punches. We want him to be able to counter punches. We just want him quick. We want him explosive. We're trying to make him a monster. I mean, he is a monster, you know? Um, But yeah, man, he's, there's a reason why he has the fastest knockout in fighting history, three seconds. So shout out to my man, Yuli, for that. And uh, yeah, man, his his workouts were very very intense, and you can't compare his workouts to yeah, of course, my, my other clients' workouts. You know, how did you start uh, getting? I mean, did that come naturally, like the the athletes, the celebrities, well, actually, the so, artists? So how that happened was I met I met Yuli through another one of my clients named Serge. He's he's big time, bro. He's worked for the Dolphins. He's worked for um, the Marlins. Um, now he actually works at Super Blue that he's actually like the head, like supervisor of Super Blue. So nice. he's very, very well connected. Nice. And he was doing a fundraiser with Yuli one day. He said, hey, why don't you come out, you know, show face, you can meet some people. I came out and uh, me and Yuli, you know, we, we had a small talk, we clicked right away. Next thing I know, we're following each other on IG. I wanna say three, four months later, he reaches out, you know, he's like, hey man, what's he? We, we always like back and forth commenting on each other's stuff. And uh, it's like, hey, you know, would you like to stop by the lab? He's like, yeah, for sure. I would love to check it out. I'm here thinking he's going to come and just check it out, throw a picture up, boom, boom, get out of there. That's it. He comes in fully dressed, ready to work out. Like, he's ready to go. I'm like, yo, you, you came in for a workout? He's like, yeah, that's what I was here for. So I'm like, all right, let's get it. So I had nothing planned for him. So I just threw stuff together, you know, put him through a workout. 20, 30 minutes in, you know, he's dying. He's like, bro, I love it. I love it. I love it. He's like, I'm looking for a new strength and conditioning coach. You know, how many times can you get me in? I'm like, bro, I got to look at my schedule. I, got, I wasn't expecting this. I thought you were just going to drop in, show love, yeah. and leave. 
So I'm like, you know what, bro? I gotta, I gotta get this guy. I gotta make it happen by any means. I go, what works for you? He goes, bro, at this point, anything works for me. I go, perfect. Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 12 o'clock. We'll start next week. Let's do it. And then, bro, that was three months ago. And now he's like family. He's like an older brother to me. You know, he's somebody that I talk to almost every single day, FaceTime every single day. Um, and yeah, bro, he's, it's crazy because you see him on IG, but he's, he looks crazy. You know, people always talk to me. They ask me, oh, is he an asshole? Is he, is he a dick? You know, he looks like he, he's, and I'm like, bro, nicest guy he's ever nicest met. Nicest dude. <laughs> nicest dude. So humble. Back in the day, Pitt stories yeah. too. But oh, like, yeah, no. Nice. So I, I work with Pitt and like I've been around him and, and Yuli's, I mean, he, he'll, he'll tell you like his shit. Like, yo, I used to be the guy that they would send. You know, I was like, just about to tell you, like, Yuli, bro, you can basically consider him a debt collector, bro. Yeah, he, for real. For real. He's like, definitely one of the most deadly people. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> there's things I can't even talk about on here, but yeah. Right. He's, definitely, yeah, he, he's done his shit and, you know, he's, he's turned it around for the positive. Around. Huge, and, and, huge. And, but he's a really nice dude, you know, somebody that mm -hmm. you can you can kind of talk awesome. with. When's his fight? Uh, February 19th, so Damn. be on the lookout for that. At the Hard Rock, February 19th. Oh, okay. Yes, After sir. party at there. Come on, yep. let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Hit up Sean yeah. for the table. We're gonna table. Come I like out. that. For sure, man. Let me know. Dope, man. Well, is there anything else uh, you want to bestow on our listeners? Any, any um, motivating, motivating words? Bro, if you're trying to if you're trying to change your life, you're trying to have a healthier, healthier way of life. Um, it all starts with your mind. You know, it's all got to come from your mindset. So until you're willing to accept in your mind, you know, that this is a lifestyle change, you're never going to be healthier. You're never going to commit and you're never going to follow through with it. So everything starts with the mind, bro. Once you change your mindset, you change your life. I like that. Awesome, awesome. I was going to ask for like the husky people like me, but you just answered. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, and I, I think, I mean, I'm obviously, you know, but like, I don't think it's ever too late for anyone, right? I have Even clients from, I have clients from 30, 28 right now. My youngest client, 28, Isabel, up until 65, which he's an oncologist, a doctor. So he's always busy. And yet he was still able to change his life. So Damn. there's never, Damn. it's never too late. Do they say, oh, I wish I would have started younger every single time, but it's not too late. I mean, I say, I say that shit and I started in, you know, early thirties. Like, and early thirties is nothing. Like, the guy that's 65 would have wished he started at right, your age. Right, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, perspective. <laughs> perspective, for, real. for sure. If you want to plug your socials where people can find you. Uh, yeah, so my IG is Mac Method Fitness. And uh, you can find me as well on YouTube. Same thing, Mac Method Fitness. And if they want to sign up for the program and the yeah, mentorship. And, and you guys want to go ahead and start, you know, start a lifestyle change, you can go to the link in my bio, macmethodfitness.com. And uh, any questions you guys have, I'll be more than glad to answer. Awesome, bro. Yo, Sweet. appreciate Sweet you. Mac. Thank you so stopping much. Stopping by, bro, no, and dropping knowledge on us, bro. Thank you, guys. Let's I appreciate you. I'm ready donut, for a Let's go do donuts in the Tesla right now. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate Yo, you guys. Semi-radio, man. And we out. Peace.